0: Biblical evidence that Jesus bore all the sins of the world. John 1, verse 29-39 The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say when translated, teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. Let us think about how weak we are. How weak is a human being? As we begin to think about this question, we should not place our hearts in high places. A person should know his fundamental nature and humble his heart. What is a human being? I'm asking what a human being is at its fundamental level. When we examine ourselves as human beings, do we really live by lofty ideals, excellent abilities, power, and perspectives? In actuality, we fall short of these qualities. We may have lofty ideals in our heads, but people cannot live up to their ideals by themselves. We are such weak beings. Once we see the reality of ourselves as human beings, we find that there is no way by which we can attain such lofty ideals. That is our current reality, but often we overvalue ourselves out of our misunderstanding about our fundamental nature. Hence, people struggle because they do not know themselves. That is, because people have such great faith in themselves initially, only to disappoint themselves when they find their own weaknesses. Truly, people have been trying to attain a high level of virtuous living ethically, religiously, and in their deeds. However, what is the reality? Although they have set their goals pretty high, can they live up to those standards? People disappoint themselves once they face reality because they do not know or acknowledge themselves as they truly are. The reason people disappoint themselves and are disappointed by others is because they set their expectations so high. Hence, we should not think so highly of ourselves and consider ourselves as too noble. Today, I would like to share the message from John 1, verse 29 through 39 with you. Verse 29 of today's scripture passage says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Which sins among all the sins of the world did our Lord take away? Did he take only the original sin away? And does God wash away all our personal sins each time we offer the prayers of repentance? Does Jesus take all the sins that we had committed before we started to believe in Jesus as our Lord and Savior? Or did Jesus take all the sins of the world once and for all as today's scripture passage tells us? The Bible records and tells us that our Lord has taken all the sins of the world onto himself once and for all. We commit sins as much as a thick cloud while we live in this world. Isaiah 44 verse 22. Yet our Lord says that he has taken all the sins of the world through the baptism. More accurately, what I'm saying is that our Lord has taken all the sins we commit by his baptism. Jesus knows very well that you cannot help but commit sins while you are awake or sleeping. We repeat our lives of eating and sleeping and also repeatedly committing sins like a hamster in a treadmill. However, the Bible tells us that Jesus has taken all the sins of the world we commit until the day we breathe our last breath once and for all through his baptism received from John the Baptist. We must pay attention to the word that states that our Lord has taken all the sins of the world by being baptized. What are we like? It is written in Psalms 51 verse 5, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. As such, we were born with sin, and still continue to commit sins in this world. My dear fellow believers, don't we continually commit sins while we are alive? Am I not right? Just as people end up being stained with coal if they go through a coal mine, or end up drinking if they go to a bar, like so, everyone ends up committing so many sins while they are living in this world. Dear fellow believers, Are you not committing much sin in this world? Are you committing any sin at all? If you say that you are not committing sins at all, you are lying. We know that people will continue to commit sins while they are living in this world. Whether it is this sin or that sin, we will commit sins in this world. Thus, in order to deliver us from all the sins of the world, our Lord has taken all those sins onto himself once and for all by being baptized. Then, by bearing all the sins of the world onto the cross where he received the judgments for all our sins, by shedding his precious blood, he has delivered us from all the sins of the world. Thus, to the believers, there is no sin of this world in them. Although we are weak and deficient in many areas, believers have no sin in them because our Lord has taken all their sins onto himself. It is obvious that you and I would not have been delivered from all the sins of the world if Jesus had not been baptized by John the Baptist, through which Jesus took all the sins of the world. the biblical evidence that Jesus bore all the sins of this world. Let's look at the word in Matthew three fifteen through 17. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. When our Lord tried to receive the baptism from John the Baptist at the Jordan River, he commanded John the Baptist, Permit it to be so now. It is right for us to fulfill all righteousness by doing thus. Then John the Baptist obeyed and baptized Jesus. When Jesus received the baptism, he ordered John the Baptist, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew 3 verse 15 Our Lord took all the sins of the world by receiving the baptism and blotted out all those sins by bearing them onto the cross. Our Lord fulfilled all righteousness by receiving the baptism from John the Baptist. To declare that Jesus fulfilled all righteousness when he received the baptism means that Jesus bore all the sins of the world through his baptism. If we were to declare this incident from our perspectives, his baptism means that all of our worldly sins were transferred onto Jesus once and for all. Our faith was made perfect because Jesus Christ took all the sins of the world onto his own body once and for all through his baptism. Dear fellow believers, we have faith that Jesus took all the sins of the world, but it is also true that we commit many sins until we die. Do we commit all kinds of sin while living in this world or not? From the day of our birth until the day we die, we are constantly committing sin. Whether they are sins in our thoughts or in our actual deeds, every sin we commit is a sin of this world. Did our Lord take all those sins of the world or not? It is written in the Bible that he has taken all of the sins of the world. When John laid his hands on Jesus, All the sins of the world were transferred onto the head of Jesus Christ, and Jesus has taken every sin in this world. It was fulfilled according to the exact same manner as the sin offering in the Old Testament. Leviticus chapter 1 verse 4, chapter 4 verse 27 through 30, and chapter 16 verse 21. Thus, all the sin we commit in this world does not exist anymore. Jesus has taken all the sins of the world, and so we are delivered from all the sins of the world by our faith. By receiving the baptism from John, Jesus took all the sins we commit in this world. Therefore, we must believe as the Bible says, Without any exception, Jesus has taken every sin that is committed in this world through his baptism. We receive the remission of sin by believing in this. Because Jesus received the baptism from John the Baptist, Jesus was able to take all the sins of the world and bear those sins onto the cross where he was crucified unto his death to pay for the wages of those sins. This is the gospel truth of the water and the spirit by which we can receive the remission of sin. Some theologians interpret the phrase, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes the sins of the world, to mean, There is the Lamb of God who takes the original sin. They say that Jesus took the original sin of all people, And therefore, the personal sins we commit in this world must be washed away by offering the prayers of repentance. That is a misinterpretation of the scripture verse. They have added interpretations from their own minds, which are not recorded in the word of God, giving believers confusion and misunderstanding. Dear fellow believers, Jesus took all the sins of the world by receiving the baptism at the Jordan River and he bore all those sins onto the cross. Jesus completely took all the sins that we commit in this world. This is the biblical basis that enables us to receive our salvation through our faith. There's no place in the Bible where it says that Jesus took only the original sin rather the bible says that when jesus received the baptism from john the baptist he took all the sins of the world onto himself once and for all we all humanity commit sins throughout our lives in this world these sins are called the sins of the world by the world we mean the world from its first moment of creation until the end of the world and all the sins that people commit from their birth to their death are called the sins of the world. The sins of the world include from the sins that were committed by Adam, the first human being, to the sins that will be committed by the last human being. Everyone commits sins. Yet Jesus took all the sins of the world by being baptized by John the Baptist and he paid all the wages of those sins by shedding his blood on the cross. This is how he has delivered us from all the sins of the world. We believe in the written word of God as it is, while the theologians believe that Jesus has taken only the original sin. But what they believe is utterly nonsense and merely a groundless thought that came out of their own heads. They argue, how could Jesus have taken sins that have not been yet committed? Jesus must have taken those sins that we have committed until the moment of our conversion and the sin we inherited from our mother's wombs. Because they try to comprehend the intricate truth of God with their limited intelligence, they make these inane claims. Claiming that Jesus only took our original sin, and not all of our sins, through his baptism, is the most unintelligent interpretation a person could make. Dear fellow believers, let's think about ourselves. Because we cannot help but commit sins in this world until we die, Jesus had to take every single sin of the world once and for all through his baptism. Hence, Jesus fulfilled all righteousness of God just as the scripture records. It is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew 3.15 In order to do the righteous work of eliminating all the sins of the world, Our Lord received the baptism from John the Baptist and bore all those sins onto the cross where he was crucified and left to bleed to his death. The baptism Jesus received and his bloodshed on the cross were of the very righteousness of God which was given to us to revive us from our destined condemnation. By receiving the baptism from John the Baptist, and at the same time receiving the judgments of death for all our sins in our place, Jesus blotted out all the sins of the world without any exceptions. This is the gospel of the water and the Spirit through which God has delivered us from all our sins. Dear fellow believers, do you believe this? Surely you do. Dear fellow believers, are you and I the beings of this world? Because you and I live in this world, while we live here, we commit sins. How much sin do you and I commit in this world? People commit sins in this world until the day they die. The Lord is telling us that the sins we commit in the world are as countless as the clouds covering the entire sky. Let's look at Isaiah 44 verse 22 together. I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions, and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Truthfully, if we were to count all sins we commit during our lives in this world, how numerous would our sins be? Do we commit much sin living in this world or not? We commit as much sin as a thick cloud. Some religions say that even opening our eyes is a sin. We commit sins even while we have dreams. Being awake is sin. All in all, our entire living being is sinful in itself. How much sin do you think the world has since we start sinning as soon as we open our eyes? There is so much sin in this world that it is described as a thick cloud. We commit so much sin in this world that the Lord described it as a thick cloud. The Bible refers to the sins we commit in this world as transgressions. He said, Your transgressions are like a thick cloud. And he said that he had blotted out all these sins once and for all by the gospel truth of the water and the Spirit. While people commit so much sin living in this world, our Lord blotted out all those sins in one instant through his baptism by John the Baptist and his bloodshed. Thus Jesus said, I have blotted out like a thick cloud your transgressions, and like a cloud your sins. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Our God the Father sent the Lord Jesus into this world and redeemed us in order to deliver us from all our sins. Our Lord has atoned for all our sins by accepting them through his baptism and paying the wages of them with his bloodshed. By receiving the baptism on his body, our Lord took all of our sins of the world onto himself. By offering his body to be crucified on the cross, he bled to his death. Thus, he delivered us from our sins through his baptism and bloodshed. Jesus has delivered us from all of our sins once and for all by blotting them out completely through the gospel of the water and the spirit. On the third day after he died in our place vicariously, he rose from the dead and became our savior. The Lord says, I have redeemed you, Isaiah 44, verse 22. We have been delivered from all of our sins by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. The gospel of the water and the spirit is relevant to everyone who believes in Jesus. Strictly speaking, this gospel of the water and the spirit is necessary for everyone who lives in this world and its relevance is not limited only to the believers. Since we are constantly committing sins in this world, Jesus came to this world and took away all of our sins by his baptism and bloodshed. Through the baptism, Jesus took all the sins of the world and bore those sins onto the cross at Golgotha. This gospel of the water and the spirit has eliminated all the sins of everyone living in this world. To those who have received the remission of sin and to those who have not yet received the remission of sin, this gospel is a necessity. Jesus brought us salvation by taking all the sins of the world onto his own body through his baptism and crucifixion on the cross. This gospel declares that Jesus has resurrected from the dead and brought us salvation, and therefore it is a gospel that everyone needs. This is truly blessed and good news. The gospel of the water and the spirit is the only gospel by which our Lord delivered us by coming to this world. This gospel of the water and the spirit has power like dynamite. People constructing a highway use dynamite when a mountain is blocking the path. They drill a hole into the rock and put the dynamite inside, and then they detonate it from a safe distance. Next, they would lie flat to the ground and shield themselves. A moment later, there is a huge explosion. A rock bigger than this podium flies up to the sky and falls back to the ground and a rock bigger than this church is broken to pieces. After the dust fills the air and the noise subsides, we see an entire mountain reduced to small rocks like cookie crumbs. Bulldozers and huge dump trucks come to load and take away all the small rocks. After all this, the rocky mountain disappears by dynamite without leaving any trace. The sins we commit in this world are as numerous as those rocks. The sins we commit before God are like a thick cloud. The Lord came to this world and had to be baptized by John the Baptist in order to abolish all our sins. And he carried all those sins onto the cross and was crucified to death. When he was baptized, all the sins people committed and will commit until the day they die were transferred on to Christ. The huge mass of sins of more than six billion people in this world were completely blown up and abolished in one instant by the gospel truth of the water and the spirit. By receiving the baptism and the judgment for all our sins, Jesus has paid the price of all the sins of the world all the future sins that will be committed by the coming generations in this world, as well as all the past sins committed by everyone who has lived in this world until now, since the days of Adam and Eve, and brought us salvation. Those who know and believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior, who came to this world by the gospel of the water and the Spirit, Have no more sin in them. This is the power of the gospel of the water and the spirit by which our Lord has delivered us from all the sins of the world. Because the gospel of the water and the spirit has the amazing power to blot out all the sins of the people in this world, whoever believes in it has been completely cleansed of all his sins once and for all. This is the truth that applies to everyone of this world without exception. Yet some people believe in this, and some still do not. Those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit have no sin, but those who still do not believe have their sins for eternity. Since you and I have accepted in our hearts the love of God revealed in the gospel of the water and the Spirit, we have received the salvation from all of our sins. All sinners are in need of the gospel of the water and the Spirit. It is necessary both for those who have not yet received the remission of sin, and also for those who have received the remission of sin by their faith in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Those who have received the remission of sin cannot help but commit sins in this world because of their weaknesses and deficiencies. Still, Jesus the Lamb of God took all the sins of the world once and for all through his baptism from John the Baptist. He has taken every single sin committed by people during their lives without exception. When you hear this gospel of the water and the spirit, you should believe in your hearts that all the sins of the world have already been expunged completely by Jesus' baptism by John the Baptist and his blood shed on the cross. We must live victoriously reminding ourselves daily that Jesus has taken all the sins of the world, even those that are committed after we have received the remission of sin by our faith. Jesus is the Lamb of God who took away all the sins of the world. Jesus has washed away all the sins of the world through the baptism he received. Dear fellow believers, were all your sins, the sins you have already committed and the sins that you will commit in the future, taken away by Jesus through his baptism and bloodshed? Or were they not? If you believe in this, you no longer have any sin. Jesus received the baptism and then went to the cross. Then should you intentionally commit more sins? Dear fellow believers, are you going to commit sins if I tell you to do so by saying they were already washed away? If I said, people, commit these sins today in this place, Would you, without a guilty conscience, commit these sins? That is nonsense. We do not commit sins because we are told to do so, or told not to do so by someone. We are always committing sins because we live in the human flesh. Hence, we should always believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and profess our faith in it. We should meditate the truth of salvation in our hearts. Do you commit sins intentionally through your thoughts or actions because you believe that Jesus has already taken all your sins that you commit while living in this world? Not at all. Because we know the wage of sin, we increasingly love the righteousness of God and gratefulness and faith toward Jesus who bore all our sins in our stead. Jesus has taken all of our sins both those we have committed intentionally or unintentionally. All our sins were transferred to Jesus once and for all when he received the baptism from John the Baptist. We have to check daily whether there is sin in our hearts by comparing our hearts to the light of the gospel of the water and the spirit. Did Jesus take away the sins you have committed in this world or not? If all of our sins were transferred on to Jesus when he was baptized by John the Baptist, we are without sin. If that is not the case and our sins were not transferred on to Jesus, we would still have the same sins. Did your sins transfer on to Jesus or not? Were all your sins transferred on to Jesus when he was baptized by John the Baptist? The Lord declared, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Matthew 3.15 By receiving the baptism, which was the most appropriate process, all our sins were transferred onto him. In the Old Testament times, the high priest Aaron transferred all the sins of the Israelites onto the sacrificial lamb at one time. Likewise, when the representative of all humanity, John the Baptist baptized Jesus, all the sins of the world were transferred onto to him once and for all. Did all of your sins transfer onto Jesus then or not? They were all transferred completely. Let's look at the word of God in Leviticus. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat. Confess over it all the iniquities of the children of Israel, and all their transgression, concerning all their sins, putting them on the head of the goat, and shall send it away into the wilderness by the hand of a suitable man. The goat shall bear on itself all their iniquities to an uninhabited land, and he shall release the goat into the wilderness. Leviticus 16 verse 21 and 22. Aaron was the first high priest to the Israelites. The job of the high priest was to transfer all sins of Israel once a year on the tenth day of the seventh month on their behalf. They would bring two goats and offer one to God to take away all of the sins of the Israelites at once by the laying of the hands of the high priest. Once he laid his hands on the sacrifice, he cut the sacrifice and made an offering to God. The Old Testament priests were always tired. They had to remain standing all the time and offer sacrifices without any time to rest. A sinner would bring a flawless sheep to the priests and say, Priest, I've committed a sin today then the sinner would lay his hands on the sacrifice and transfer his sins onto it. Then the priest in charge would take that sacrifice and cut it and offer it to God. As you can imagine, many priests were needed to atone for the sins of every Israelite. But on the tenth day of the seventh month, the high priest alone would perform a sacrificial ritual to transfer all the sins of all of the Israelites at once. On the day of atonement, before the high priest performed or sacrificed for the Israelites, he would transfer his own sins and the sins of his family to a bull. Leviticus 16 verse 6. Only after he had performed that sacrifice would he perform the sacrifice for the sins of his people with two goats. Leviticus 16 verse 15 through 23. He would lay both his hands on the head of the first goat and pray, God, the Israelites have committed grave sins against you. They have served other gods before you and committed murders and adultery. They were jealous and arrogant. They stole from each other and fought with one another. The high priest would transfer all of their sins and then cut the throat of the goat, drawing its blood. The blood of the sacrifice was sprinkled on the east side of the Ark of the Covenant inside the Most Holy. The high priest would say, O God, the Israelites have received their judgments through this sacrifice. All the sins of the Israelites were transferred onto the sacrifice. I have transferred all those sins, and the blood of the sacrifice which took all sins of the Israelites is here present before you. See this blood. While saying these things, the high priest would sprinkle the blood seven times. There were golden bells attached to the hem of his robe, so when he sprinkled the blood seven times, they made a ringing sound. People outside the holy place could listen to this bell sound seven times. Seven is the number of God, which implies perfection. The blood of the sacrifice covered the horns of the altar, and it was also sprinkled on the ground east of the Ark of the Covenant. He who has committed even a single sin must die before God. There is no forgiveness of sin without proper atonement before him. There could be forgiveness between equally weak people, because both sides would have committed sins at times in their lives. Yet before the absolute, there can be no forgiveness. Before the absolute, God, you must die if you have sin. This is God's justice. But there was one way that the Israelites could receive the remission of their sins. If one of them were to receive the remission of his sins, he had to bring a scapegoat and lay his hands on it and transfer all his sins onto it. The Israelites in the Old Testament times avoided the death due to their sins by transferring their sins onto a scapegoat by laying their hands on it and then killing it. By this method, the Israelites received the remission of a day's worth of sin. These days people can receive the remission of their sins if they believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit which states that Jesus took all the sins of the world through his baptism and death on the cross. There is no leniency when it comes to sin. Therefore we must receive the remission of sin by believing in the truth through which God has taken care of our sins. The Sacrifice for the Eternal Redemption However, the daily sin offering was imperfect and inefficient, requiring too many sacrificial lambs. Hence, God has granted us a better method for our salvation. It was to have a sacrificial ritual on the Day of Atonement once a year on the tenth day of the seventh month. Leviticus 16:29 When the high priest would lay his hands on one scapegoat and transfer all the sins of the Israelites on their behalf. Thus a year's worth of the sins of the Israelites would be transferred onto the scapegoat, and in a ceremonial manner the scapegoat would be led to the wilderness. Dear fellow believers, Once the scapegoat, upon which all the sins of the Israelites were transferred, is released to the wilderness, it eventually dies of thirst. Jesus has come to this world as such a scapegoat, the promised Lamb of God. Jesus came to this world and received the baptism from John the Baptist at the Jordan River, so that he became the Lamb of God, who took all the sins of the world. John the Baptist was the greatest among those born of a woman, and he was also a high priest, a descendant of Aaron. Now Jesus, the scapegoat, and the high priest John the Baptist completed the remission of sin that has blotted out all our sins for eternity. By receiving the baptism from John the Baptist, Jesus took all the sins of the world once and for all. When Jesus was being baptized, he said to John the Baptist, For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. When Jesus was baptized, not only were all of your sins and mine transferred onto the head of Jesus Christ, but all the sins of the world as well. Jesus is the Lamb of God who took all the sins of the world. By receiving the baptism, Jesus bore all the sins that we commit in this world. By doing so, he has delivered us from all the sins that we commit in this world. Our Lord has delivered us from all the sins of the world through his son, Jesus. Then do we have sin or not? Although we live in this world, we have no sin now. We have received salvation from all the sins of the world. Because Jesus has taken the sins of the world through his baptism, we now do not possess the sins of the world. Through our faith we have received salvation from all the sins of the world. How do we feel now that we don't possess any sins of the world? What is the result of having faith in this truth? We have come to be born again of water and the Spirit, John 3, 5. We have received our salvation by hearing and believing in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Also, we can share this gospel with those who have not yet heard it. We have now gained such a desire and responsibility. Because we have received the remission of all the sins we commit in the world, We want to devote our lives to the gospel. Now we want to be the servants of the gospel because we have the desire in our hearts to share the gospel of the water and the spirit to those who have not yet heard this news. Only those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit are qualified to share the word of God. Thus it is a task appointed to us. If you all believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, you have also become people with such qualifications. Those of us who have been born again by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit want to do the works of God and will do those works. Dear fellow believers, I would like to conclude with the scripture passage, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Have you not committed sins in this world? Yes, we all have. Did Jesus take all of your sins that you commit in the world, whether they were committed in the past, are being committed now, and will be committed in the future, or not? Jesus has taken them all. Were they or were they not transferred onto Jesus? They were all transferred onto Jesus. And do we possess the sins we have committed in this world in our hearts or not? Because all of our sins have been transferred to Jesus, we do not have any sin in our hearts. Dear fellow believers, if we are tied down by our own sins, we are unable to do the works of the gospel and follow God. Jesus has already taken all the sins of the world. Then what sins could we still have? We have no sin because Jesus has taken all the sins of the world. Hence, you and I have received our salvation by our faith. Although we have committed many sins in this world, we are free from sin at this time. Now we have become able to serve the gospel of the water and the spirit as God's sinless people. Truly, this is the love of God, salvation from God, the grace of God, the blessing of God. Dear fellow believers, do you feel weak and deficient? Jesus has delivered you in the perfect way. Then we must possess the concrete faith that we have received our salvation. We must live according to the word of God with the conviction that we no longer have any sin in our hearts. Although this spirit in our heart is invisible to our naked eye, if we know and comprehend the word of God, we are freed from sin and made able to participate in the precious works of God. The Lord said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. God's word of truth has emancipated you all from all sins and made you into sinless people. This is the very gospel of the water and the spirit. Our Lord has made us into sinless people. Jesus has delivered us from all of our sins by taking all the sins of the world. I give thanks to God. Furthermore, he has adopted us as workers of God so that we may dwell together in his church. I hope that God will keep our faith until the last days and help us witness Jesus, who has taken all the sins of the world. I give thanks for the gospel word of the water and the spirit which God has given to us from above.